Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 267, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on December the 7th, 2023. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Pete, what is going on over there? Not much, you? Oh, uh, you know, it's been a, had a very busy Disney day. I'll talk to you about it in a second once I uh, figure I'm going to, you know, finish up this intro first. But, uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. And we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, and pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. I had maybe, like, so I've been going to Disney now for 36 years, right? Okay. And I had maybe a top five all-time Disney day. The other oh, day. that's exciting! Well, it's a part of the joy of Disney, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's always possible. Yeah. So, uh, my father is in town. He has a conference. Okay. Um, fortunately, my mom wasn't able to come because you know she works in a school, and it's it's you know not easy for them to get time off. But so my dad has a conference pretty much all this week. But he came in a day early, uh, and he was going to stay with me, uh, and then I then go to his hotel the next day, and he's doing the conference now. So I pick him up at the airport. Rachel and I pick him up at the airport at like 930. And then we get there. We go right to Magic Kingdom. You know, just great Magic Kingdom day. Saw the Hatbox ghost. Uh, okay. Got my dad on uh, Mine Train. That was interesting. because uh, Has he know, never done that before? No, that was new for him. Okay. That was new for him. Uh, yeah, we did Mine Train. We did Haunted Mansion. We did the People Mover. We did Carousel of Progress. Because it's like my dad's favorite. Uh, we brought him to Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, and he let. Let me ask you a question uh, on on um, Mind Train. Like, how's the seating work? Do you get to sit with your dad? Do you sit with Rachel? How's that I work? sat with I sat with Rachel on that one mostly because my dad and I are both like very broad shouldered. So I was like, We're, "This is gonna be a disaster." Okay. Like, I sat with him on uh, on Haunted Mansion though. Oh, nice. Yeah, Rachel was like, "I want." She's like, "I want to sit by myself," and then like. It's so funny. Haunted Mansion stopped like four times. And each mm. time Rachel was in like the perfect position because she was in the, the doom buggy in front of us. So she stopped right in front of the hatbox ghost. And we still couldn't That's see awesome. it. So she's taken multiple pictures of the hatbox ghost. And then um, at the end, it stopped like right as we were about to get off. And and like she gets to the point where the, the lap bar comes up and then it stops. So she's off. But we're still we're still on. Um, But yeah, the. uh we went to Cosmic Rays, had some respectable burgers. Okay. Uh, no sunny eclipse there during the day. Mm, wow. I guess What's they're up not, with that? They're not pulling them out, I guess, for the party anymore. They're just leaving them out during the Did party you look, season. Could you see him up in the ceiling? Is that, what, is that where he goes? Yeah, I think they raise him up. Oh, I didn't even look. Hmm. Well, we because we, we, we sat outside because right. inside was just crazy. Because um, it's not New Jersey. Yeah. My, uh, my dad was like like amazed by the um the mobile order and how much easier it was yeah 
because, you know, he remembers like Casey's corner waiting in line for like an hour to get a hot dog. So, um, so then we, we leave magic kingdom probably around like maybe like three o'clock. You know, we, we did all, we did quite a lot. And then, um, we took the monorail to Epcot. So we took the boat to magic kingdom. Then we took the monorail to Epcot. We walked through the brand new, um, uh, World Celebration Gardens, which are stunning, and I will talk about it more during the news. But so we get through there, then we get to uh, we, we literally we got to Epcot just to walk straight through it. Right. My, my father wanted to ride the Skyliner, so we took the Skyliner, and again, the Skyliner is such a smooth experience. Like, I love it. It's very rare that there's like a wait for it, and yep. You know, and my dad was like, man, they got to put these everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, that's what literally what everyone says when they go on it. Um, the only problem, as, as his best friend pointed out to us later that night, he's like, yeah, but, you know, in a thunderstorm, it's shut. You know, they can't they can't run it. So, yeah, um, uh, I well, there's have been, not there's not a lot of thunderstorms in Florida. right? No, not at all. I, so did I ever say I was on the um, the Skyliner during a thunder like the thunderstorm started while we were up in the air. Like, what happened? Like we're up over the highway, right? We're like in that stretch of the Epcot line, uh-huh. and just literally like the like, and this was a big like the storm rolls in, and we hear the thunder, we see the lightning, the wind starts whipping, and for some like Rachel's freaking out, and for some reason I was like perfect. Maybe I trust Disney so much, where I'm like nothing bad can happen, and like I was perfectly at ease, and like I didn't really like think about like how crazy it was until we were long since off of it, right? Yeah. So. We took the Skyliner. We went to Hollywood. We saw that we did. We did Muppets. We walked around. I showed him Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land. My father has never seen Star Wars. So and he he like takes pride in it. Well, he's seen New Hope and Empire Strikes Back with me in the last two years because I've been trying to like make him watch Star Wars. And like he 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 purposely didn't retain any of it, I think. That's so crazy. Uh he he did um I guess like he was doing like a team building thing with work uh, I don't know if it's this job or one or, or his last one but they had to do like two tr- two truths and a lie okay and it was like um I know something like uh you know I've uh y- you know I have uh or like I I ran a little league for you know for years my son is a professional wrestler and um I've seen every Star Wars movie <laughs> the Star Wars movie was the lie but uh so we um and apparently the people he worked with were like what like you people people get like really like you know oh i can't about him not seeing it's the way when people when people hear i've never seen labyrinth or the never-ending story like people are like what like people are probably I right now i don't think i've I don't think I've seen either of those either i have seen the dark crystal i did see that a couple years Me ago too. and that was like that was Me like too. a but i saw it as an adult yeah, uh, but I, you know, I loved the Dark Crystal. Was it a little light on story? Sure, but it was just a technical marvel. Yeah, um, it was wonderful. So then we, uh, you know, just a just a crazy good Disney day. Then we take the bus from Hollywood Studios to um to the Polynesian because we have dinner reservation. Now, mind you, we have now done the boat, the monorail, the Skyliner, the bus. We have hit the the full Disney transportation bingo card, right? Which for some reason I don't know I found that really cool I was like I don't know if I've ever done that before like just hit every single one, uh so we get to the Polynesian we had a wonderful dinner at Ohana we got to see the Christmas um party fireworks from Ohana just an amazing day right you know 
coupled with the fact that like so i was like i said to rachel later i'm like this is the perfect day because i got to talk about you know we we got to have such an amazing time we got to do so many things and something bad happened to me that i now get to talk about on the show okay so we get home, we get back to my apartment, right? I, I want to point out, by the way, that a lot of times I put my phone down like fairly early in the evening and and kind of don't revisit till I wake up the next morning. So I'm pretty sure I woke up to this text. Yes. All right. So you're and was like, did I now. read this? I I don't yes. even know if I like when you started talking about like right now where I knew there, where this was going. I was like, uh-huh. oh, that did happen. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, this is real. So we get home. We get back to my apartment, right? We open the door. My father and Rachel come in. I I come in. I lock the door. And my dad just goes. There's a bird in here. And I'm like, that's not funny. Like, because he knows my father's super entertained by like my 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 like issue with yeah. birds. And he's like, there's a bird in here. And I'm like, no, there's not. And I look, there's a bird in there. There's a okay. bird in my apartment. They have taken this war to the next level. They have invaded my home where I keep pictures of my parents. All right. Like, this is a violation. How did they? How did they break into your I house? I have no idea. Rachel and I have been trying to figure it out. Um, I think it's possible that the 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 guy that was spraying for bugs, like like came during the day, and opened and the door and the, the door bird. Open? Yeah, and they left, and the bird got in that way. But I, I said, I'm like, you know what? I'd rather have bugs than a bird. Like, how did uh, you get this bird out? All right, so now I'm holding the door, and my dad is like trying to like 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 whip basically like whip like a like a shirt at it to like mm-hmm. you know like not hit it but like coax yeah, it toward the to door it this it keeps flying at me toward the door and but then turning around and going back into the apartment so now like it keeps flying at me and and when i tell you i'm like i like screamed and cowered so now i'm like i'm 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 mad because there's a bird in the house right and now my my like it's like every boy's like worst nightmare like my father is watching me cower from this tiny bird and i can tell he just has this thing like this is my firstborn this this is my male heir <laughs> like why why did we not prop the door open so okay so eventually i i decide cuz i was in panic mode so eventually right. I decided the, the bird to... is probably turning from you at the door you know what i mean probably so now i prop the door open with a chair and we're still trying and it's still not going and then my father's like, all right, you know, I'm going to I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. Like then we'll. And so then finally, I'm like, all right, I'm done. And so I get like a, I get like my I get like a jacket. And I said to Rachel, I said, I said, either this bird is flying out of this door or I am throwing a dead bird out this door. So now, like because the bird was, like, I think, mocking me the entire time. But then when I finally decided right. to commit to the battle, like it was like that moment, like from from Batman the Animated Series, where Payne's like, "You would fight to the death." <laughs> like we had this like to the death moment to each other, right? So like, so now we're having this. To- the bird and I are having a Tom and Jerry chase through the house, right? I'm knocking things over, uh, <laughs> but finally it flew right out the door, and I was like, "Tell the other birds what you saw here today." <laughs> it was like, look, I, in no way did I want to hurt this bird, but I'm like. Eventually, it comes down to if this is the only way to get it at. Like, I, I cannot have a bird with its bird diseases right. in my apartment. Well, yeah, no, yeah, nobody it wants po- that. Yeah, I get pooped. Like, you know, we found like we found like poop on like a pillow, like a brand new pillow that we had just bought. And so, like, I'm try- like, I scrubbed the pillow and like got like this got everything out of it. 
but like I could tell like it's like and then I put like two pillowcases on it like one one way one the other way I'm like okay this is fine and like Rachel's like no no we have to get rid of this pillow and I'm like no no it's fine it's fine I cleaned it it's sanitized it's fine so she comes home from work yesterday and I'm like hey and the first thing she goes is we have to get rid of this pillow (laughs) like she has been fixating on this pillow for 24 hours I would be the same way I get it we have to get rid of the pillow so finally, I relented. We will be throwing the pillow, the bird pillow, the bird, the bird pillow. Of all the things we could have, like, you know what? At least it, it, you know, it was perched on my Disney Christmas Village at one point. I was like, oh Ooh. no, 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 no. Uh, but can I just point out that this dog of mine, like, oh that dog of mine, like he existed in a house with a bird probably for like six to seven hours, and did nothing. What's he supposed to do? It's not like the birds like walk around on the floor. No, but like you figure he'd be barking it at it and chasing it and like you know maybe like, he was and he just no, got tired. No, that is not this dog. This dog has not one predatory instinct. He has just he, squirrels, lizards, you know, whatever. He literally just watch. He just looks at them like he's just like he's curious about them, but like he does not have an aggressive bone in his body. He is so I I looked at him and I'm just like, what is wrong with you? What kind of dog are you? Like, like there was a bird in here and you did nothing. Um, That's so funny. Of course, he knows not what I'm saying. So he's sitting there wagging his tail, doing his little open mouth smile at me with his head tilted. He's the most adorable dog in the world. But um, yeah, so that's my day. It was complete with a bird situation. I mean, wow. There is no greater nightmare that I could like when my father said he's like, there's a bird in here. My first thought was like, oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Like, it, it's just like, in, like, just embarrassed, <laughs> like so embarrassed, like in front of my dad. Like, it's like uh, you ever watch a practical jokers? Nope. OK, so the one Sal, whenever they punish Sal, one of the characters, they usually am doing some like, like really like um embarrassing thing like because he he doesn't like cats and he doesn't like he doesn't like animals so it's usually something involving an animal and so it'll be like three chickens are in an office room with him and he's got to like get rid of the chickens and he's like screaming and like like almost throwing up and and all this stuff and he's like cowering from the chicken and then they'll send his dad into the room to watch him oh that's great yeah that that sounds exactly like what it was yeah it was exactly what it was and i was oh it's the best but uh, well, not it's not the best; it's the worst. But yeah, so that's my story. Uh, so you ready to jump in the news this week? Yeah, let's do it. The news brought to you by our friends over at Away with Me Travel. Uh, Justin and all of his friends over there. Uh, they've got you. They've got you guys covered for your um, you know, for your next trip to Walt Disney World, Universal, really anywhere in the world. Like if you're going to some resort in Jamaica, they can hook you up like, you know, it's uh, no problem for them. So they are booking my wedding cruise. They booked Pete's Disneyland trip. These they're, they're pros at everything, folks. So and they they cost nothing. So contact Justin at Justin at away with me, travel.com or show it away with me, travel.com and, uh, you know, get booked on your next Disney trip. All right. So worldwide news uh, dates in December are rapidly reaching capacity for Walt Disney World. I mean, it's a busy time of year. It also does not mean that they won't reopen yes. those dates. So uh, they have reached capacity for New Year's Eve for annual pass holders. Uh, it's already reached capacity for regular park tickets and resort hotel guests at Epcot and Magic Kingdom. More dates have also reached capacity for APs at Magic Kingdom with December 9th, 
16th and 19th joining the previously sold out December 25th. December 9th, that's weird. That's like a weird mm-hmm. pull. Yeah. Uh, note that on days when reservations are at capacity, annual pass holders may still visit the theme parks after 2 p.m. without a theme park reservation, except on Saturdays and Sundays at the Magic Kingdom. You should also keep watch watching the park pass reservation calendar as more capacity may be added. Um, so th- that's always something to remember. So that's every day now where you can go without, you know. You know um, yep. Yeah, that's how we were able to get into um, Jollywood early. Because we didn't have a reservation for the day, but I was like, oh, well, it's after it's after two. So, right. Uh, Resort news. There will be a new resort neighboring Walt Disney World coming soon. Not a Disney resort, but still looks like a big, awesome resort. It is called the Evermore Orlando Resort, and it's a billion-dollar, 10,000-room resort located right next door to Walt Disney World. And it has confirmed the official opening of the 1,100-acre luxury vacation destination in January 1st, 2024. Evermore will offer a new approach to vacationing featuring a large-scale community of homes solely built for the purpose of vacation renting, operating with hotel quality standards. The resort will open with 2,013 bedrooms throughout 69 houses, ranging in size from 5 to 11 bedrooms, 206 206 four-bedroom flats, and 41 two- and four-bedroom villas. It looks really nice. Like, I, wow, it sounds great. Vacation houses are like such a thing down there. So to build like this kind of like vacation house community, I think is a cool idea. Uh, the opening will also debut Orlando's first Conrad Hotel, Hilton's luxury brand featuring 433 complimentary styled guest rooms, accommodation. Uh, I'm sorry, complimentary, contemporary. 433 contemporary styled guest rooms, accommodations, including 51 suites, 10 family suites, and the Conrad Spa with an outdoor water garden. So the Conrad Hotel, not to be confused with the Conradison, which is where famed wrestling podcaster Conrad Thompson lives. That's what Ric Flair called it. This means this means nothing to you. I know. But zero. You know what? Some of our listeners have picked up on like little things that I say about that are kind of like Conrad Thompson isms. So I just wanted to point out. Yes. Yes. I listened to some of his shows. I love I love 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff. Um, Occasionally, I will pop on something to wrestle. Uh, most you know what a lot of these shows though i've been watching youtube clips of okay lately like instead of just listening to the whole thing so i don't know maybe that's the thing you know uh evermore amenities include a 20 acre tropical beach complex and eight acre crystalline water amenity by crystal lagoons 15 restaurant bars and food markets two 18 hole jack nicholas design golf courses and more this is huge 1100 yeah, acres like literally very big yeah and, you know, right next to Disney. So, you know, it's currently accepting reservations for January 1st, 2024. Conrad Orlando will open in early January. Reservations currently available for J- January 9th, 2004 and beyond. You can find more at evermoreresort.com. I mean, look, if you're, you know, I don't know what it's going to cost to stay at the Evermore Resort. You think it, it couldn't possibly be like a Disney Deluxe Resort price, right? Would hope not. You would hope not. Uh, my dad's at Bonnet Creek right now. Okay. Where I went for the 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 presentation for the uh, <laughs> the, the timeshare. Yeah. Oh man, if I do get to go to Disneyland in April, though, it'll be worth it. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So um, we have the menu a uh, menu preview for the blue ribbon corn dog over at uh, Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Okay. Now I know you're a fan of the corn dog, so I do like an occasional corn dog. Yep. Let's see what'll be on offer. A Mexican street corn dog, a pickle dog, which apparently is a hot dog 
inside of a pickle inside of a corn dog. That sounds interesting. But yeah, that's they will also have a uh, lemonade and straw. They will have lemonade and strawberry lemonade and fresh spun cotton candy. So that's that's what I'm assuming there'll be more than two corn dogs on this menu. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be like um the daily poutine over in um in Disney Springs, where it's like they always have like the traditional poutine, but they like have this like rotating like specialty, right? Yeah, they have these rotating series of like specialty poutines that they can make. By the way, have I talked about Cooks of Dublin recently yet at all? Mm, I, I don't think so. We've been eating at Cooks of Dublin a lot at Disney Springs lately, whenever we go there. Because the fish and chips there is top notch. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Look, folks, if you're like, look, oh, man, I really want to try all these places in Epcot, but I love fish and chips. And I always got to go to Yorkshire County Fish Shop. This is so much better than Yorkshire County Fish Shop. Like, like eat something else in Epcot and, and get your uh, get your poutine and your um, fish and chips at Disney Springs because they're both are better there. Um, so rolling planters are currently surrounding the boardwalk to go kiosk on Disney's boardwalk to make uh, way for the new snack venue. They're building some kind of new, I must, I'm assuming it's gotta be some kind of snack stand or, or something, but it's, it's pretty big, uh, right next to, uh, where the Muppets are. Hmm. Like, you know, when you walk in through the gates toward Muppet vision, you've got like the, the snack stand on like your left-hand side. It would have, it used to mm-hmm. have like the, like the like French before toast. It? Yeah, yeah. Like before yeah. you walk into Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. like on on the the little bit of streets of America that's that still exists. Yep. There that's gone and they're building something new there and it's like it's big. So I'm wondering what the heck oh. this is going to be. I usually went to that cart, believe it or not. Me too. I would get breakfast there all the time. Yeah, all the time because I love the breakfast ronto roaster. Yeah. And no one in my family cares about it. So f- uh-huh. in order for me to get the breakfast Ronto roaster, before we walk in, I would stop and get them something like just uh, like, you know, munch they, on. They used to have like French toast. It wasn't like French toast sticks. It was it was what was it? It was like it was a French toast something may have been a muffin or. Yeah, I don't remember either, which is funny because I'm sure I ordered it, but I didn't eat it. So I, it's going to drive me crazy now because I know it was a French toast thing that wasn't French toast and I liked it. It was good. And like, you know, I would always get a cup of coffee there. And so interested to see what they're going to do. If it, I hope it's a food place. I hope it's not like a this is the new like Disney Vacation Club uh, you right, know, preview right. center or something like that. OK, uh, no water park news this week, other than the fact that Blizzard Beach is closed today for low temperatures. It is quite cold here. Uh, What's d- quite cold? I mean, it's we've been getting down in the 40s. Like during the day? Yeah, you know, like when the sun goes down during the day, 50s, 60s. Okay, that sounds nice. So, yeah. Uh, so Disney Springs news. The menu has been released for Summer House on the Lake. This is a new restaurant opening in Disney Springs soon. Um, I, I'm not even really sure where this is. I think it's over by um, Cirque du Soleil, maybe. But it will offer lunch, dinner, and brunch served Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. An opening date is still to be announced, but expect an opening before the year's end. So they're, they're really coming close here. Um, Summer House and Lake's lunch and dinner. So a few, you know, notable things. Jalapeno cornbread, cheesy dream puffs, truffle fries, prime beef meatballs, signature guacamole, um, and ahi tuna tostados, salmon poke nachos, uh, crispy chicken sandwich, prime cheeseburger, grilled tequila lime chicken tacos, crispy fish tacos, carne asada, 
spaghetti pomodoro, rigatoni alla vodka, angry crab bucatini. Uh, and then they have a bunch of different pizzas and southern comfort food, including herb chicken breast pallard, picnic fried chicken basket, corn husk salmon, grouper fish and chips, skirt steak fries, and center cut filet mignon. Now, the brunch menu uh, has got a lot of the same stuff, it looks like. So, But they also have a Calimex breakfast, which is a breakfast burrito, a vegan breakfast burrito, breakfast tostadas, Mexican hash browns, and huevos rancheros. You can also get short rib hash with eggs. Uh, vegetable hash with eggs, an egg sandwich, which is a house English muffin or brioche scrambled eggs, tomato mayo, choice of bacon, sausage, ham, or avocado. That sounds good. Um, crispy strawberry waffles and apple cinnamon waffles. Um, and then, of course, they've got like their their so their summer comfort food and their sandwiches. This place sounds pretty good. You know, I don't I, I'm sure it's not going to be on your list, but, you know, yeah. Sounds all right, though. Yeah. Magic Kingdom news. The Hatbox Ghost has officially debuted in the Haunted Mansion. Woo. Yes. The highly anticipated Hatbox Ghost has been unveiled. Um, the Hatbox Ghost has set up residence near the endless hallway scene, which is in a different location from its counterpart in Disneyland's Haunted Mansion attic. Um, the Hatbox Ghost emerges through a cobalt blue glass paned door under the cloak of night. Traces of muddy footprints mark his path as he arranges his cart of hatboxes and luggage lit by the moon and the warm glow of a dim lantern. Guests come face to face with the Hatbox Ghost, grimly grinning as he takes fiendish delight in unnerving visitors with his heady parlor trick. Disney announced in September 2022 that the Hatbox Ghost would be coming to Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion with fans waiting for more than a year for his arrival. Um, Yeah, so I saw it. Here's the thing. It looks grossly out of place for many reasons. Is it just because you're not used to it? Okay, so it is a highly advanced animatronic. Okay. And and our Haunted Mansion has pretty much kept, like, the traditional, like, old animatronics, you know? So he looks very, like, he sticks out big time. Right. With, like, the digital face and all that other stuff. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I I don't love where he is in the ride because we're seeing him before we before we were able to see ghosts. I know it like I really think that they are like they're like merchandising opportunity Trump story. Uh, But like, why couldn't he have just gone in the attic? There's plenty of room in that attic. I don't understand it. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, he's there. I mean, I liked that it was a Disneyland thing. Like I, I thought it was pretty. That's why, but I didn't like that we always got the Hatbox Ghost merchandise. I was like, I don't want this. Well, yeah, it's it's so much of their merch. But now, do you saying. do you have anything Hatbox Ghost in your haunted mansion room? Uh yeah, I mean statues and stuff. He's literally okay. minorly tattooed on my body. Okay, so, you're you know, I'm, I'm a Hatbox fan. You okay. know. So are you looking um, forward to the Hatbox Ghost of Magic Kingdom though, or do you, do, would you prefer him to just be a Disneyland thing? I listen. If I had my way, I mean, I prefer him to be a Disneyland. I like the difference between them. But this isn't, you know, of all the things that we're going to change, this isn't something that, right. you know, breaks my back at all. It's not like Eddie Murphy has now joined the Haunted Mansion. You know, oh my god, could you imagine? Or... All right, Epcot news. Ready for the uh, the major Epcot news here? I sure am. The um, World Celebration Gardens have opened in Epcot. This is huge. The center of Epcot now open. You can now no more walls. You can walk right through. Now, that doesn't mean there are no more walls, period. It means, you know, that 
the community hall is still surrounded by construction walls and will be until it opens in 2024. But this is, I mean, I cannot say enough good things about how good this looks. Like, and I loved the old center of Epcot. Don't get me wrong. I loved the, you know, the pin cart and, and the, the tarps and the electric umbrella and the fountain. This was really cool though. Um, Dreamers point is so nice. You've got that. Um, you got that Walt Disney statue. People were waiting for on the first day for the statue for well over an hour. Let's take a picture with it. Oh, I'm sure. And I, I like it because you could like sit next to him. Like now the first day, no photo pass photographer. I mean, was that a just a mess? Pretty much, but the photo pass photographer would have made the wait even longer. Because with the photo pass photographer, you know, they got to scan, they got to do, they take a million different pictures. I know, but I feel like people would just sit next to him and like not move. I mean, no, they're moving. <laughs> like yeah. people were, people were doing pretty well. Like I, I, I watched people come and go from it for a little bit, and yeah, they were fine. Uh, so much seating in this area. I have never imagined so much seating in Epcot before. Yeah, you know how excited I am about it. It looks beautiful, but like we couldn't have the we couldn't have the fountain. I know, I know. Why couldn't we have this and the fountain? You know that would have been nice. You could have kept the fountain, but well, what are you going to do? It's not what they wanted. Um, I just I really love the um, like the center of it. It's got these like monoliths like coming around the center. It's got this big garden in the middle. Uh, so like uh these really like it's got really cool like a really cool floor like um designs on it and stuff like that picnic tables lanterns benches built into things i mean there's there's like there were people just sitting there on their laptops it it just it looked like almost kind of like the garden outside of like a very high tech like like business almost just okay. it's just very peaceful very zen I guess you could say uh, there's uh, plug stations for for laptops and and charging things. Uh, apparently, Pluto and Daisy will be meeting and greeting there. They were there earlier in the day. They weren't there when I was there. Um, but now also the uh, the other thing uh, about this place is that it has new background music. OK, is it oh, good? Yeah. Yeah. And look, I love the old Epcot music. I loved it. This music's really good. Um, so Disney has unveiled a brand new original score for Epcot composed by Peter Toprak. The music written specifically for Epcot can be heard throughout World Celebration, World Nature, and World Discovery. The new Epcot score replaces the intro music from Netflix's Our Planet, which replaced the classic Epcot background in music in 2021. It's way better than that. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Epcot's new soundtrack follows the musical style that we first heard in the Epcot Reimagining Preview Center and later during the Spaceship Earth lighting sequences. It's an epic cinematic style soundtrack, which fits Epcot wonderfully. It, I will say, I, I was like, this music is really cool. Now, during during Christmas, though, didn't they used to play Christmas music in, in Future World? Ah, huh. trying to remember. I don't remember that. Well, either way, they're not doing it now because they're, you know, doing the new... Um, the new music. I got to say, this was worth the wait. It's it's really nice. It's just it is like you're going to love it when you walk through it. Like, yes, it's just a garden. It's it's really just like a place to like relax. But 
it's so peaceful. It's so beautiful. It's like serene. It's like a storybook, like or, or like a sci, like a utop- utopic sci-fi book. I would say, okay, because it's like very modern and futuristic. Then you got Moana right there. You know, it, it's just I love it. I loved it. I, I could not have loved it more. Um, and and you know, Communicor Hall, from what I've seen, when we took, so like I was looking at it from the monorail. When we took a monorail to Epcot, and it looks like it's gonna be really nice. I love that it's like decorated in in like geodesic design, like like Spaceship Earth. Right, I like that too. It's so cool. Um, all right. So in further Epcot news, annual pass holders can get a complimentary poster from the movie Wish. Um, instead of a magnet, I guess each pass holder must be present and show their valid annual pass card, linked Magic Band, or Disney my Disney Magic Mobile Pass, as well as a government issued photo ID to receive the mini poster. Limit one mini poster per pass holder. Um, I'm gonna pass on that one. I mean, not yeah, that but- I, not that I, I mean, I didn't see Wish, so I have no idea if it's good or not. But I'm not like a like, like I like the posters for like the events. Like if if I'm leaving very merry or something like that, and they hand me a poster, I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, I don't need movie posters for random Disney yeah. films, you know. Did I you see? It. Did I you see it. Wish? I did not. You did not. I'm very surprised no. by that. Why? Because I thought you were like going to go see it right away. I was gonna, but we've just been so busy. It's that time of year. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, um, I mean, I I have heard nothing about it. To be perfectly honest, I haven't heard if it's delightful. I haven't heard. Like, I haven't either. I mean, from what I've heard, nobody saw it. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I heard the box office was terrible. Yeah, it it bombed hard. Uh, it was Disney's first Thanksgiving bomb, like ever. I think they used to rule that 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 box office and that Thanksgiving weekend five yeah. days, and I think it did less than thirty million dollars. Like, ugh. well, why would people pay money well, to go see it at the theater? And that's exactly what I said because I was like, because when somebody when you asked me, I was like, I'll probably just wait till it comes on Disney Plus, and that's of what course, every, me that's too. What everyone's doing. But meanwhile, you know, Netflix put out this movie Leo with Adam Sandler. It's an animated film, and that apparently is doing gangbusters on Netflix, like millions upon millions of people watching it. So I'm like, this is this is the this is the vehicle for family animation now. The movie theater is not the place for that anymore. Not if you're putting it on Disney. And by the way, even if you were like, hey, we're not going to put on Disney Plus for six months. I don't think most people care. Cool. I'll watch it in six yeah, months. I'll watch it in six months. It, it's, yeah, it's it's not like a Marvel movie or like a Star Wars movie or something like that where people are like, I got to go see it now, now, now. It's like this is a. Right. So I mean, look at Encanto. Encanto was a massive box office bomb. And then it went on Disney Plus and it became the biggest thing ever. So, you know, but wish- maybe they're OK with that. Maybe they are. Maybe it is a, a situation where it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna eat it in the beginning, and because also if they, I could see it being a thing where if Disney's like, we're pulling our, we're only gonna release annual um, animated films on um, uh, streaming now. I think movie theaters would like freak out. Yeah, which rightfully so. Uh, but the movie theater is so expensive now. I mean, like a family of four, you're, you know, trip to the movie theater with snacks and popcorn is like a hundred bucks. Absolutely. If not you know? more. All right. Animal Kingdom news. The pass holder magnets are available in Animal Kingdom for missed opportunities for any pass holders that didn't get them uh, from December 6th to the 19th. The annual pass holders can get, pick up previously released magnets while supplies last. 
You can stop by Chester and Hester's Dinosaur Treasures at Animal Kingdom Theme Park anytime between park open and park close to retrieve the following annual pass holder exclusive magnets. Figment and Oswald. Each pass holder must be present and show their valid annual pass ID uh, and a government-issued photo ID to receive your magnets. So I, I got both of those, so I don't need to go to Animal Kingdom for that. Nice. Hollywood Studios news. Multiple dates have sold out rapidly for uh, Disney's Jollywood Nights. Which, Maybe which from I, the good reviews that they're now getting. Are they getting good reviews now? Uh, not really. I mean, I was kind of I was kind to it last week, I think. You know, because I did have enjoyment out of it. But again, it's either got to be an hour longer or $50 less. You know, it's funny. I'm actually contemplating like what I'm going to do next year with the kids in different schools. Like how I'm going right. to make a trip work. And I think I might take kind of like a flash weekend trip like in November. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if Jollywood Nights. And it looks like it wouldn't be at that time because Jollywood Nights started on like the 11th or something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, that would make my decision for me. Yeah. Only I'm two... almost happy that it wouldn't be going. Yeah, probably because then you don't feel pressure to go. Only two exactly. nights are remaining right now for the 2023 Jollywood Nights. Uh, the November 29th and December 4th and December 6th all reach capacity overnight, leaving only two remaining dates, the 16th and the 20th, both priced at $169. Ooh, that's insane. Sure is. <sighs> Mickey's, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party sold out of tickets also. Uh, so demand for the final two dates of Jollywood Nights will likely increase. So uh, Mickey's Very Merry is sold out for the rest of the season. Which makes sense. I mean, Mickey's Very Merry is, you know, a proven commodity. You get things. We know that, like, Mer Very Merry is worth the money that you're spending, right? Yeah, we know what it is. And uh, that's the news this week. Okay. A lot of news. Was a lot of news. Some decent news, you know? Uh, all right. Well, we are going to uh, get started with our e-ticket attraction. We're going to be talking about the food, the the holiday food guide. Part two is going to be continuing this week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, it is that time of year again, and at Walt Disney World, the holiday season is like no other. Uh, you know, during Halloween, we always say that it's only Halloween on Main Street USA, unless you're at Vicky, Mickey's um, Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. However, it is Christmas time everywhere, in all four parks, at all the resorts. That includes decorations, specialty characters, uh, themed music, and of course, food. And Disney does holiday food great. Two weeks ago, we rolled out our, um, you know, our holiday food guide for everything outside the theme parks. We covered the resorts. We covered Disney Springs. But now this week, for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are continuing the holiday food guide part two with the holiday food of the Disney theme parks. So, are you ready to hop into the world of Disney food? Now, again, for each of these, we will say... Uh, you know, pass or uh, or or you know, right, right. We would yeah. do that. Yeah, yay or nay. Uh, all right. So we're gonna start out in Disney's Hollywood Studios, which has kind of become the like unofficial like like uh, Christmas time Disney park. Would you say that? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the decorations kind of really contribute to that, and they light up. I the... love it for the holidays. Love oh, it. It's it's great. My my dad was shocked when we went in there. He was like, "Wow, they really like go all out here for Christmas." Uh, you know, dinosaur Gertie with the Santa hat, the huge tree, the tree lighting, the ornaments in the water, and then you've got the snow and the lighting up of the uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel over on Sunset Boulevard. So many good things happening for Christmas at, at Hollywood Studios, including the following. Okay? At ABC Commissary, available through the first of the year, Holiday Mini Bunt Cake, which is a spice cake rolled in cinnamon sugar with apple pie filling topped with spiced maple buttercream and salted caramel icing. That sounds awesome. It sounds delightful. I can't imagine I'd actually order it, though. Man, I like. I can't tell how big it is from the picture, but like... That sounds good. I I would like that. I love apple pie. And like, I mean, okay. there's, yeah. Also, a frozen salted caramel hot cocoa topped with mini marshmallows and chocolate sauce. Then you have a frozen salted caramel hot cocoa with cherry bourbon topped with mini marshmallows and chocolate sauce. Now, are you going for like a frozen salted caramel hot cocoa? No, probably not for me either. All right, the Backlot Express, available November 11th through January 1st, uh, with mobile order available. The Red Velvet Whoopie Pie, which is uh, red velvet cake, candy cane, buttercream, and holiday sprinkles. Now, I had this. Okay. I, I had this because I got, when we got to Jollywood, I was really hungry, and the party wasn't starting for like another two hours. So I was like, all right, let me get like some kind of Christmassy snack. So I went into Starbucks, the, you know, the Jolly Trolley or whatever it's called. And I was like, I'll take one carrot cake cookie, please. So like, we don't have that, but we we do have this whoopie pie. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll take it. I didn't look at what it was. And then I bit into it and I'm like, ah, oh, candy cane. All right. That's happened to me twice now uh, with 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 Christmas snacks at Walt Disney World. Because you got to assume I don't like mint and, and I don't like to eat candy canes. I love the, the sight of candy canes, but I, I just don't love the flavor of it. So the whoopie pie was a bit of a, a if you love mint. That's it's great for you, but I do not love mint, and therefore it was bad for me. They also have a frozen salted caramel hot cocoa. Uh, yeah, frozen salted caramel hot cocoa topped with mini marshmallows and chocolate sauce, and the frozen salted caramel hot cocoa with cherry bourbon. Um, so same as the other place. All right, Hollywood scoops available through the first of the year. They have a candy cane milkshake, which is chocolate cake donut, mint donut, and I mint donut icing and candy cane sprinkles. Uh, again, pass on that one. I mean, I do like this new thing they're doing with the donuts and the milkshakes. Yeah, I do too. Especially if you're if you're a guy that likes to dip, like if you like to dunk, like the donut milkshake is always a good time because you can dunk that donut in that milkshake. That's true. That is true. Pizza Rizzo available through January first. The mobile order available. The melted snowman sugar cookie, which is a sugar cookie with red and green sugar, white chocolate marshmallow. Uh, dark chocolate top hat, raspberry chocolate twigs, orange sprinkle, and chocolate-covered cocoa nibs. This actually looks really good, and I would get this. Yes, that sounds great. I would get that also. Yeah, this is this looks really solid. It, it looks appetizing, too. It looks like there's a melted snowman on top of it. It's really, it's cute. Awesome. Uh, they also have the, they also have the frozen salted caramel hot cocoa and the frozen salted caramel hot cocoa with bourbon. Rosie's All-American Cafe, available through the first of the year. Has a Santa Mickey cupcake, which is a chocolate cake filled with mocha fudge and topped with red almond buttercream, white chocolate, and dark chocolate Mickey ears. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm not crazy mocha person, but it doesn't sound bad. They also have the hot cocos. 
The trolley car cafe uh, has the Mickey gingerbread cookie and the red velvet will be pie. Woody's lunchbox has a hot chocolate lunchbox tart, which is one of, you know, like their, their famed little yeah. like, pop tart they've got there. I it's, love those, by the way. I have never had one. Like, what's the They flavor? are really good and they're pretty big. Though I think the last one I had was raspberry. Like, I'm um, eating a regular pop tart literally right now. It's like a better, like homemade version of a pop tart. It's like a Disney fied pop tart. I I really like them. What's the filling? I think it was raspberry last time okay. I got it. Well, this one is chocolate fudge filling, hot chocolate marshmallow fondant, and mini marshmallows. Looks really good. That sounds great. It it actually sounds just like the s'mores pop tart that I'm eating right now. Yeah. Yeah, now, is your Pop-Tart warmed up, or do you toast it? You know what? It depends on my mood that day. Uh, yeah, right, I get it. Right now, it's a room-temperature Pop-Tart. It's I Yeah, especially not... that one, the s'mores yeah. one. You can really go like both ways on it. Yeah, the, well, so there's two Pop-Tarts that I get, right? I get s'mores, and I get cherry. And, okay. and both of them can be... Both of them can go either way on the okay. on the toast or not toast. Cherry ones are just like a guilty... I love the cherry ones so much. All right, um... <clears throat> As the Dockside Diner and Outdoor Vending Carts near Grand Avenue, also the tip board and the main entrance, uh, Mickey's, uh, the Holiday Mickey Brownie, uh, which is a Mickey-shaped chocolate brownie with holiday sprinkles. I mean, I don't think I'd I'd pay money just for a brownie, but like if it came yeah. with a meal or something, I would eat it. All right, so that's Hollywood Studios. Now, ready to go to Animal Kingdom? Sure. Over at Creature Comforts through the end of the year, through December 31st, you have a Mickey Holiday Moose Dome, Amaretto Chocolate Moose, Cherry Cranberry Coolis or Cooley or whatever, Orange Chocolate Cake, White Chocolate Glossage. What is going on with this thing? Like They have a lot of French things on this thing, all right? And Chocolate <laughs> Mickey ears. The French love to, to mess with me with their they foods. Really do. Like, haha, Kevin will never be able to pronounce this on the next episode of Two Men in the Mouse. Uh, hello to our French listeners. We do have some. Uh, Pizza Safari and Restaurant Osaurus will have a Merry Menagerie cupcake, which is a gingerbread cupcake with cream cheese filling and frosting. I would eat that. Are you a gingerbread guy? Uh, you know what? I was never before, and I've come around on gingerbread in a big way the last couple of years. Me too. I enjoy gingerbread flavored things even like normally I don't like things that are flavored to taste like something, but let me tell you something at Joffrey's um, at the TTC, they have a gingerbread white chocolate latte. And I get that every time I go to magic kingdom during the holidays. It's good. Very, that very sounds good. good. Uh, it's great. All right. So Tuli canteens even getting in on it with a peppermint cream cheese mousse, which is peppermint cream cheese mousse, peppermint sauce, peppermint candy pieces, and chocolate cookie crumbs. That's a pass. That's a pass for me. Hmm. All right. Over at the Magic Kingdom now at the Cheshire Cafe available through December 31st. You've got the peppermint eclair, each uh, eclair filled with white chocolate peppermint mousse and top with peppermint mousse and chocolate pieces. It looks pretty good. But again, I'm, not for me. Yeah, if, if you like, I would get either. If you like peppermint, this seems like a good time. The Columbia Harbor House has a maple mustard glazed salmon served with green beans and rice and peppermint on top you know none of that uh but of course they also have the um limited time novelties available throughout Walt Disney World Resort that is the Mickey Mouse toy soldier popcorn bucket launching at Vicky, Mickey's very merry christmas party at popcorn carts all throughout the magic kingdom park i believe i am getting that one this year okay um 
You also have the Donald Duck Christmas Christmas tree sipper at select locations of the Magic Kingdom Park, launching at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. This thing's awesome. I'm definitely getting it. I've got the Donald candy cane. So, or not candy cane. I got the Donald uh, candy, candy corn. corn. So, I, I would like to have like those two things, like kind of framing my bookcase, like the two. Yeah, I kind of, I might get it also. I haven't decided. Yeah. You want me to pick you up one? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me know. We're going on Tuesday to Very Merry. So, that's probably what I'll oh, get all this sweet. stuff. All right. Uh, there, we also have the gold musical rotating tin. Have you seen this? No. So it is like a big like cookie jar, basically. And it's it, so you it, it's also a music box. So you wind the bottom of it and it plays Christmas music and it, the scene rotates. Oh, now we interesting. Are, we are not getting this, though, because we got it last week. Last year, there was a red one and it's literally the exact same thing. Just it's gold. Yeah. Just different color. Right. We got it at the Christmas party last year, dude. It was a godsend. Because I'm I'm taking all like the the individually wrapped cookies from the cookie locations and just popping them into the bucket. How many cookies could you fit in that bucket? A lot of cookies. I know you could. <laughs> a lot of cookies, and it was filled. It was filled. So, all right, do you should we? Um... You're, you're pouring you're pouring the hot cocoa in there. Yeah, exactly. It'll just sit on the bottom. The cookies are wrapped. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It's fine. It'll all be fine. Just heat it back up. Heat it back up when we get home. Okay, so that is everything during regular park hours. Do you want to talk about the um what's available at the parties? Sure, I would love that. Okay, here we go. At Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies, we have a reindeer chow sundae, chocolate soft serve pretzels, cereal, M&M's chocolate candies, and hot fudge. That sounds really good. I like those like reindeer food things. Yeah, that sounds They're always so pretty good. good. I wonder what cereal it is though, because it's just a cereal. So it's like a like... Che- typically it's like a Czech cereal that's like, okay. coated in something delicious. Okay, I was I was thinking it might have been like Rice Krispies or something like that, but okay. Uh, then there's the lump of coal in your stocking, which is a cookies and cream milkshake topped with whipped cream, cookies and cream crumbles, and a chocolate donut hole. That I know I'm getting on Tuesday. That sounds Not, good. I'm getting that milkshake. At Casey's Corner, they have the Candy Cane Tart, a chocolate tart filled with peppermint ganache and topped with festive meringue. No thank you on that one. Mm. Not happening. Just It's not going to happen. Uh, over at Cool Ship, which apparently has just become like a regular snack location. Now, they used to never have that open. The Cool Ship yes. in Tomorrowland. Demands. They have the Magic Holiday Tree, which is coconut, pecans, and M&M's chocolate candies on a graham cracker crust. Available during the party only. Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. They got the holiday pot roast melt. Slow cooked beef on thick Texas toast with cheddar and provolone cheese and beef gravy. That might be dinner that night. That sounds good. Lost me at the cheeses, but you does sound okay. Do you think you'd be able to get it without the cheese? Or do you think I don't know? Because sometimes they're weird about that. Sometimes they're yeah. really weird about it. They also have the holiday turkey burger, which is a turkey burger topped with traditional stuffing, provolone cheese, and cranberry chutney on a brioche bun. And the Christmas cookie cake, which is Christmas cookie cake roll with buttercream and topped with holiday sprinkles. All that looks really good. Really, really good. I think I think it might have to be a little trip to uh, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. I mean, they'll twist your arm, right? Yeah, right. Over at the Friars Nook, we have the holiday ham fried pie, which is flaky pastry filled with baked ham candied sweet potatoes and spiced pecans served with pineapple glaze 
Now, I was never a sweet potato fan before this year. Wow, I like sweet potatoes a lot. I never liked sweet potatoes before. And then, um, you know, for uh, for Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving, I got the sweet potato like recipe that I wanted to try. And I made it a couple of days after Thanksgiving because I was just too much going on at Thanksgiving. And it was like I made like a like a sweet potato puree, in the food processor. And I put like bacon in it. And like, you know, it's really, really good. Really, really good. So I'm a sweet potato fan now, apparently. Also, Italian beef tots, tots covered in slow cooked beef, cheese curds, um, and pot roast gravy. So that's interesting. Um, it looks okay. I don't think I'm gonna get it though. The peppermint snowman, a chocolate brownie topped with cookies and cream peppermint mousse. And a winter milkshake, which is creamy coconut milkshake topped with whipped cream, toasted coconut, cinnamon, and crisp pearls. Uh, I think that might be a big miss for like the whole fryer's look is going to be a miss for me because like mm. the holiday ham fried pie. I like everything in it, but then it got to the spice pecans and pineapple glaze. And I was like, that's a little too much going on. I don't know, though. Maybe it works. Also, like, you know, I kind of have been living a peanut tree nut free. That's true. Lately because of Rachel's allergy. Yep. So, you know, it's uh, anything with, with, with the nuts in it. I, I typically don't get Especially if I'm somewhere with her. Like if I'm out yeah, by myself, if I'm out by myself, maybe I'll get a Reese's peanut butter cup and then just make sure that like, you know, I properly sanitize like, you know, my hands and mouth and all that other stuff. Okay, so Golden Oak Outpost uh has got an orange gingerbread shake, which is an orange cream slushy layer with gingerbread cookie crumbs and topped with whipped cream gingerbread spice. That sounds good. I would get that. I don't know if that I sounds will. pretty good. I don't know if I will. Because I'm always like, I want to get all this stuff. And then I have like the one thing I'm like, I am so full. I know that's the problem with these snacks. Like you yeah. can't have five of them. Your son tried. I know. Look how that worked out. Yeah, it did not work out well. Did you say he like no. got sick? Yes. He had to leave Animal Kingdom. Oh, all right. So then there's a gingerbread cake layered with cream cheese frosting and dulce de leche ganache topped with gingerbread man chocolate piece. Uh, sounds good. Don't think it's a thing I would get, even though it does look it looks very nice, very festive. Then you got the Main Street Bakery, which has the mini-shaped cinnamon roll. Uh, it's a cinnamon roll topped with red icing, holiday sprinkles, and a chocolate bow. And then the Letter to Santa, flourless chocolate cake, hot cocoa mousse, and marshmallows topped with chocolate pieces. That's good. It looks like a little mailbox. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Pecos Bills has the chicken tamale served Christmas style with mild red chili and green chili pumpkin seeds uh, sauces. Cilantro rice, pinto beans, and queso fresco. You had me until the cilantro rice. Get that nonsense out of my rice. Yeah. <sighs> uh, you know, I people ask what I'm allergic to. I'm like, I'm allergic to cilantro because I, I, I mean, <laughs> I maintain that this genetic thing that I've got going on where cilantro tastes like soap. That's an allergy, and it also is a good way to make sure that they don't accidentally give me something with cilantro in it. Yep. Okay, so you've also got the chocolate eggnog reindeer, a chocolate tart topped with eggnog mousse and chocolate antlers. How do you feel about eggnog? Not my thing. You know, this year I got into the nog. Okay. I've been digging the nog this year. I, I made an eggnog. Well, while I was cooking Thanksgiving dinner, I made eggnog. I put a little um cognac in it, and I topped it with some cinnamon. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Hit the spot. Also, an orange cranberry pineapple punch with a hint of smoke from the fireplace. That sounds good. The Plaza Ice Cream Parlor will have a peppermint brownie sundae. Peppermint ice cream, hot fudge, and candy cane sprinkles served on a brownie. 
not for me, but it sounds good for people that like pepper, peppermint. Let me let me ask you a question. Like, and I'm a pumpkin fan. Okay. But like fall, it's a little too much pumpkin. Everything's a pumpkin flavor. Yes, way too much pumpkin. Is 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 Disney doing that now with peppermint? Yes. Like everything's peppermint. Like I think the holidays, I kind of think indulgent, like even like chocolate. Like not everything yeah. has to be mint. No. I don't I've never understood that. Uh so over at uh, Magic Kingdom, you know, it wasn't in our list here. They might have just added it, but they had like the, what was called the hot the hot chocolate um uh churro. And mm-hmm. I ordered it like thinking it was just some chocolate churro. It was a Mint. regular it was a regular churro covered in like marshmallow gook and and candy cane pieces. Okay. But that's what I get for not looking. Yep. And they also had a red velvet holiday wreath donut, which looked good, which I should have gotten. All right. Oh, uh, had mint in it. Might have. Over at Sleepy Hollow Refreshments, you can get the holiday waffle sundae, house-made red velvet waffle topped with M&M's chocolate candies, peppermint ice cream, and hot fudge. So here you go. There again. you go. Milk and cookies for Santa are brown sugar cookie cake topped with chocolate chip cookie dough mousse, milk mousse, and chocolate chip cookies. That sounds good. That's actually a thing I might want. That looks good. All right, moving on over to Storybook Treats, the Sugar Plum Sunday, Sugar Plum Soft Serve, atop sugar cookie crumbs topped with whipped cream, crisp pearls, and cotton candy. So I, I think I would try that. I want to know what a sugar plum tastes like. Hmm. I like taste pl- minty. I like plums. <laughs> <It tastes> like <laughs> candy cane. Nobody knows what sugar plums taste like. So just, just put candy canes in it and say, that's a sugar plum. <laughs> You're diabolical, Bob Iger. Uh, like Bob Iger's weighing in on the snacks. And... Uh, the Sunshine Tree Terrace has got the Santa's Belt Buckle, which is pistachio mousse with a dark chocolate truffle center and a chocolate buckle. They also have a cranberry citrus float with orange vanilla soft serve twist um, with uh, Sprite winter spiced cranberry and fruity boba pearls. So there you have it. Finally, the outdoor vending locations will have the red velvet wreath, a donut topped with buttercream and holiday sprinkles, and the hot cocoa churro, which I just had. Uh, the churro rolled in hot cocoa powder. I did not taste any hot cocoa powder on that churro. It was a regular churro. Uh, topped with marshmallows and peppermint candy pieces. Did Not a fan. Would not get again. Okay. So this is a surprise peppermint that just popped up. Okay, you ready to hop into Jollywood Nights? The food there? Yep. I will say the food at Jollywood Nights was fantastic i know it was something you really liked i loved the food here all right holiday fiesta in la cala on commissary lane yeah holiday festival in la cala at abc commissary uh chicken empanadas with street corn which is a chicken empanada served with a side of street corn salad topped with chili peppers lime and cotija cheese yukon con chicharron fried pork belly yuca red pickled onions and chili pepper lime seasoning with a yellow yellow pepper aioli all this sounds really good I like this stuff. A mushroom taco, which is a chili roast, roasted mixed mushroom avocado crema, baby gem lettuce, and garnished with sliced radish. How are you about mushrooms? Oh, I like mushrooms. I do too. I've learned recently learned how to cook mushrooms like like well because right. you just have to cook them until you get the water. Mushrooms are like eighty percent water, so you have to cook right. them until you get all the water out of them. Otherwise, they're slimy and disgusting. Yeah, no, I like mushrooms. Yeah. A uh, Berea taco, shredded short rib and Monterey Jack served with beef consomme for dipping. That sounds great. Man, I'm, I'm mad I didn't get that. You might have to go back. Yeah. 
Uh, Tembleek, uh, chocolate r- coconut rice pudding with caramel rum sauce and cinnamon. Sounds good, but not something I think I would do. Mexican hot cocoa cheesecake, spiced chocolate cheesecake on a chocolate cookie base, topped with vanilla whipped cream and cocoa powder with a chocolate handle. Sounds good. I don't think I'd get it. It does. I'm, I'm not a cheesecake person, but I it does know. sound good. Uh, manganata, which is frozen mango beverage with mango chili pepper lime sauce and chili pepper lime seasoning on top. The zero proof pina colada and the uh, Oaxaca old fashioned Casa Dragonist Blanco tequila, Del Maguey Vita Mezcal, Agave Nectar, Mexican chocolate, and orange bitters served over ice garnish with an orange. Uh, next, we have the baseline tap house, which has a tuna ceviche, which is marinated ahi tuna, pico de gallo, and avocado cream topped with cilantro. Uh, now, not really feeling like the Christmas spirit in a lot of these, are you? I think they're supposed to be more like high end, like fancy, like kind of that, like Jollywood nights, like the red carpety type feel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everything with like it had either an Asian or a Mexican or uh, Hispanic, um, like flair to it. Right. Men and Bill's Dockside Diner, the spicy pimento kimchi dip topped with chives and served with fresh house-made wonton chips. This thing rocked. I had this. Yeah, you said that was good, right? I had this. It was amazing. I would get that again in a heartbeat. Also, a roasted eggplant dip topped with chives and served with warm pita bread. Did not get that. The poutine tots, potato barrels served with gravy, brisket, mozzarella, curds, and chives. Not great. Hmm. Didn't love it. Didn't love it. I The pimento kimchi dip, I mean, would, would eat a tub of that, but. Then there's a Christmas tree cookie stack, which is vanilla cookies uh, filled with pistachio buttercream, cranberry, and raspberry jam, topped with sprinkles, and a yellow candy star. The Sandy Claus hot cocoa is a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas-inspired dark chocolate hot cocoa topped with cherry whipped cream. And the Naughty or Nice, which is a Crown Royal whiskey and ginger mixed with orange, cranberry, and grapefruit juices and topped with fresh cranberries. I did have this. Okay. This was very good. Okay. Very good. Now I'm not like one of those people that's like, yeah, drinking. Like I it is very rare when I have alcoholic beverages. But like this one was just nice. Like it was just good. I, I it tasted good. I enjoyed it very much. Epic Eats has a spicy Korean chicken funnel cake, uh spicy fried Korean chicken with pickled vegetables served on a mini funnel cake, a brisket Reuben funnel cake, beef brisket and sauerkraut slaw topped with Thousand Island dressing served on a mini funnel cake, a s'mores funnel cake, giant roasted marshmallow with chocolate marshmallow sauce topped with chocolate curls and cinnamon cereal served on a mini funnel cake, and a Samuel Adams and Samuel Adams winter lager. I wanted these funnel cakes. They were literally right next to us while we were in line for Duffy. And mm. yeah, Rach doesn't like the savory funnel cakes. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had one, so I'm curious about them. Ugh. Excuse me, I'm all congested. Um, I, yeah, I've never had one of the Disney savory funnel cakes, but I've always wanted to try one. Me too. Fair, Fairfax Fair has got a holiday turkey popover, and this was on our list of things to try, but we were so stuffed by the time we left. We were like, you know what? And we had eaten so much turkey at that point. Yeah, I get that. It's a week after Thanksgiving. You know, like we ate so much turkey. Uh, this has roasted turkey and creamy mashed potatoes topped with gravy, cranberry chutney, and chives in a house-made popover. It does sound very good. does sound very good. Though I will say I made um, cream of turkey soup with my Thanksgiving leftovers. Did I talk about this on the show? Yeah, and it was good, right? Yeah, and I, I put the puff pastry on top. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, the just the sides pop over, which is mac and cheese and savory collard greens with ham, top of cornbread crumbs and a house made popover. The PB and J donut, glazed donut with creamy peanut butter and grape jelly dipped in dark chocolate, topped with crushed house made salt and vinegar chips. I don't know how I feel with the salt and vinegar chips on there. Hmm. That's all weird. I guess you had to do the savory and the sweet together, right? I never like you know what would go really good on this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Vinegar. <laughs> Kermit's frozen banana bliss is frozen banana and white chocolate with caramel swirls, topped with matcha whipped cream and sprinkle. Finally, the mistletoe martini, Tito's handmade vodka and Saint Germain elderflower liquor mixed with cranberry juice and topped with fresh cranberries and mint leaves. Uh, can I just say, have you noticed all the Kermit merchandise lately? What's going on with that? I have no idea, but I'm all for it. Yeah, of course. I feel like Disney's kind of going all in on the Muppets lately, and I'm like, I don't understand it, but like, I'm happy for it. It's all non-talking Kermit merchandise. Yes, non-talking Kermit merchandise, because we don't want Matt Vogel's <laughs> Kermit voice coming out of anything. Uh, there, But yeah, there's all these shirts. There's a backpack. There's a um, uh, a cookie jar. I actually really want the cookie jar. Um, Gertie's Ice Cream of Extinction also is the Christmas Gertie cookie. Which is a uh, dinosaur Gertie sugar cookie topped with mint icing, but mint. So I right. didn't get it. I wanted it because it was dinosaur Gertie. But um, over at the market, you got buffalo chicken spring rolls. I really wanted these and, and just ended up not having room for them. They're fried spring rolls served with jalapeno ranch dipping sauce and fried rice noodles. Frozone snowball macaroons, chocolate macaroons dipped with blue vanilla frosting and topped with white snowflake sprinkles. The spiced apple cider which is apple cider and cinnamon with an apple chip garnish. Again, I didn't get over there to check if this was actually apple cider or if it was just apple juice, but I'm not sure. Right. Um, a zero-proof apple cider and an in-holiday fashion, Buffalo Trace Kentucky Straight Bourbon, rosemary syrup, cranberry and lime juices, and cinnamon. Over at Pizza Rizzo, they had a meatball in polenta, which I did want, but again, didn't have the room for. A giant meatball with marinara and creamy cheese polenta, an olive and goat cheese flatbread, Olive oil toasted flatbread, creamy goat cheese, rustic olive and tomato spread, balsamic glaze, and lemon watercress. They have an antipasto flatbread, which is fresh mozzarella, salami, pepperoni, country country ham, olives, peppers, onions, pepperoncini, and marinara. That sounds good. I mean, I, I guess the trick is to go with like 10 people. I guess. Yeah, like everybody. Like, and just have, have a like a thing. bite of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think a good charcuterie is like. I, I like a good charcuterie. Yeah, it's clutch. Now, and I've had bad charcuterie at Disney, so I'm always wary. Uh, I remember when they when I went to the um, Be Our Guest breakfast for the first time, I was like, I'm going to get the charcuterie board. Like, yeah, fancy French. Uh, it came. It was disgusting. I was wow. like, this is awful. Um, an antipas flatbread. Um, oh, sorry, that's what we just did. Uh, tiramisu puff, which is uh, sweet and savory with flavors of espresso, chocolate, and a coffee-infused custard and mascarpone cream. Then you've got a couple of different wines, a couple of different beers. Um, the Twilight Soiree at the Tip Top Club has got a bunch of, you know, it's a bunch of beverages. So we don't usually go too far into alcoholic beverages on this show, but because you and I don't really have a lot of experience with it. But the Trolley Car Cafe has got an ornament mousse, which is a dark chocolate cherry mousse that looks like a Christmas tree ornament. Outdoor vending locations. The bar locations will have zero-proof gingerbread spritzer, which is Lear's Spice Cane Spirit gingerbread syrup and club soda garnished with a gingerbread bite, and the sugar cookie martini. Uh, 
Stoli Vanille Vodka, Bailey's Irish Cream Liqueur, and DiSerono Original Liqueur mixed with milk and sugar in a sprinkle rim glass with a sugar cookie garnish. You know what? I've talked about enough drinks, so I'm going to go back and do uh, the Tip Top Club. All right. The Fifth Dimension Royale at the Tip Top Club is Terramana Blanco Tequila. Cointreau liqueur, dessert pear, agave nectar, and lime juice, topped with domain um, STE Michelle Brut, and garnished with a dehydrated blood orange wheel. Um, actually, looks not bad. It's, it looks very classy. The Twilight Daiquiri is Parrot Bay coconut rum, ube, lime juice, and a splash of uh, shimmer. I don't know what shimmer is, but sparkling pomegranate apple cider, which is pomegranate green tea topped with sparkling apple cider and pomegranate seeds. And finally, um, the domain, I don't know, STE, I don't even know what STE stands for. Me neither, obviously. But it's a brute. So there you go. All right. The jazzy holidays at the Hollywood Brown Derby. Now, this was the main event. This was good. I I could not get enough of this. The oyster, so oyster Rockefeller, which is uh, spinach foam shaped Parmesan ricotto pepper relish and salmon caviar. The crispy tr- duck drumettes, which is spicy orange glaze, carrots and kumquats. This was good. We had the, we had the drums. Okay, it was really great. There was a guy playing piano, like singing Christmas songs and Disney songs, and really nice. A uh, house made charcuterie, which is cured meats and accompaniments, blue cheese mousse and toasted sourdough. We almost got the charcuterie, but we were a little too full. The shrimp cocktail, which is a classic cocktail sauce, citrus pearls, avocado, and, and avocado mousse. The derby slider, bison and pork belly blend, taleggio cheese sauce, and fig stout jam. This was my favorite thing of the night. That was the Yeah, I remember the, you saying that you wish you could have eaten both of them. Yes, the derby slider. I was so mad that I had to share it. Uh, the tuna carpaccio, which is mezcal pickled vegetables, salsa matcha, and avocado crema. The pork belly bao, which is Korean barbecue, cucumber slaw, and soy vinaigrette. I almost we almost got the bao, and Rachel was like, "Eh, we got King." Like, there's a place called King Bao right by us, so it's like, if I want a bao, I can get a bao. Um, and a tofu bao, which is seared tofu, cucumber slaw, and soy vinaigrette. An assortment of classic cocktails, zero proof, and non-alcoholic beverages, along with wine and beer, were also served. Uh, finally, over at Joffrey's, the Tinseltown Teeny. A toast to holiday cheer with this cold brew coffee topped with Kahlua, Grey Goose Vodka, a hint of light cream, and a dash of whipped cream with cocoa. Uh, this was available at the Joffrey's location near the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. And uh, the Round Em Up Latte, a merry blend of espresso, cookie butter syrup, dulce de leche sauce, and milk topped with fluffy whipped cream, playful animal crackers, and festive sprinkles. Available hot or iced and is non-alcoholic and available at the location by Toy Story Land. So there you have it. That's the food of Jollywood Nights. That sounds pretty good. I don't know if it's worth all that money, but, uh, you know, right. it's good. All right. Anything else you wanted to add this week? No, I'm I'm hungry now. Yeah, right. Me too. Me too. All right. Well, then uh, that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We love having you guys here. We hope you guys are having the most magical holiday season of all. Uh, please check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash Two Men in the Mouse. Uh, you know, all of our patrons are getting their uh, their three-month merchandise uh, this this month. And uh, yeah, I hope they're really enjoying it. We've got stickers. We've got mugs. We've got T-shirts. We've got hoodies. Uh, you know, all that say like Two Men in the Mouse patron family on them. So, uh, you know. Head on over if you're interested in that. We've also got so much original content coming there. The weekly patron show, uh, the uh, the Geek Watchtower, Orlando Outside Disney, Festival Food Features. So much going on over at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse. And you got to be there to experience it for yourself. 
A big thanks to all of our existing patrons and a, and a, and a big come join us. Uh, welcome to anyone considering it. All right, if you love our buddy Pierre Mandel, uh, check him out at Rogue Comics over at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or go to roguecomics.com, where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, if you're planning a trip, go to uh, Way With Me uh, Way With Me Travel, our good friend Justin Suter over there. Uh, contact him, Justin Omer, at away, Justin at awaywithmetravel.com or show at awaywithmetravel.com. And of course, for me, folks, my books. Uh, so here's a little thing. I am going to be pulling... Um, the Ross and Auntie series off of Amazon.com uh, wow. coming in the new year because uh, my my uh, contract was up with my existing publisher and I decided not to renew. Um, so I'm, I'm deciding what to do with it. I think I'm going to query some literary. I'm going to fix it up and query some literary agents, I think. So if you guys want to read the Ross and Auntie series in its original form uh, or get the paperbacks because those covers are never coming back, uh, check, uh, you know, go over to Amazon.com now before the end of the year and place your order. Um, and then, of course, my other books are all in the name Vincent Valentine. That's uh, V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. Uh, my new book should be coming out sometime soon. It's called Echoes of the Damned. Uh, hopefully, they keep the title. Uh, that's going to be a paranormal mystery. <laughs> they do change my they do change my titles sometimes. Uh, but uh, the last one I did, Empire of Shadows, they kept the title. He told me that I have the best like title success rate of any author that they work with. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, Empire of Shadows was a uh, it's an EMP story, but it was. Um, Instead of it being like, you know, like a guy, like a farmer or something like that, I made it from the point of view of a mafia boss. Okay. The mafia Don. And, you know, my next book is going to be a kidnapping detective mystery where it's a mafia Don's uh, child is kidnapped. And, uh, you know, now he's got to decide whether like to, you know, go after them himself with, you know, with mafia or does he cooperate with the FBI and break his oath to get his child back? So Interesting. Yeah, I'm very excited to write this one. Uh, all right, folks. And, of course, the Morty Monster YouTube channel. We're going to have the Jollywood Nights video coming out very soon. Uh, so check that out over at YouTube.com slash Morty Monster. All right. That does it for this week. Pete, any closing words? No. I'm very excited about doing a show next week. We're almost at Christmas. We 18 are almost days. at Christmas. Yeah. And hopefully when I am uh, when, when I am home in New Jersey, we can do a live show in the studio. Oh, I would love that. That'd be great. great. You know, maybe we can do, like... Um, like we'll, we'll record the regular show, and maybe we can do maybe like a live thing on um, on Patreon. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right, folks. Please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.